Okay. So the topic of the day is millionaire success habits. Okay. Millionaire success habits. And I want to start off by asking a question to you guys. Do you think that millionaires have different habits than everyone else? Type a one in the chat or yes, <laughs> or a no, whatever you guys think. Amazing. Yes. And no, yes, definitely. No, no, no. Okay. I love it. I like to hear everybody's opinions. Now, the reality of it is, is that we are all human at the end of the day. There's nothing that separates me from someone who is a millionaire. What separates us, like, like there's nothing that separates us because we're both human and we both, you know, we're both breathing. We both have two eyes, one nose, two ears. Like, you know what I mean? But the reality of it is, is that they do have different habits. They do have a different way of thinking, but it's not as dramatic as you might think it is. Okay. The reality of millionaires, they, they make small but significant shifts in their habits. So not these grand shifts that, that we look at and we're just like, oh my God, this is intimidating or I can't do this. I can't do that. They literally make the smallest significant shifts in their habits, which over time, constantly being applied gives them big results. So if you were to ask yourself, if you have millionaire success habits, would you say yes or no? Would you say yes or no to yourself? I love that. Not yet. I don't have them yet. I mean, I have some, but not all of them. <laughs> it's a work in progress. So I love it. Working on it. 1.5s over here. Okay. Okay. All right. This is the thing. These millionaires cut through the noise and complexity of modern life and draw a straight line between where they are now and where they want to be in the future. And you can do the same. You To take your life and your career to the next level, you have to be applying different habits. You need to be expanding your knowledge and, and applying things that you've never done before in order to learn new things, right? So to be more successful in the future, you don't need to figure out ways to add more time to your days because really that's impossible. We only have 24 hours in a day. You can't add more time. But instead, um, incorporate habits into your daily routine that are made out for success, right? Replacing habits. I don't know about you, but trust me, when I sat down and I really analyzed myself, I had some really negative habits in my life. I had some negative habit, habits of talking bad to myself. I had negative habits of not having a great morning routine that set me up for success. I had negative habits with the people that I was hanging around, with the things that I decided to do on my spare time. And it, I didn't really realize what those negative habits were and started until I started implementing habits that were going to take me 10 steps further in life. And I didn't really realize that those habits, even, even if they were the smallest, tiniest things, like constantly going for coffee with the same friend who we just sit there and, and talk drama. What is that doing for my future? What is that doing for my life? What is that doing for my mindset? The tiniest little habits can, can change your whole entire day, can change your year, okay? But we don't really notice them until we start working on them. And that's, that's the problem. 
a lot of people don't even know that they have these negative habits or what a negative habit is in recording to, to where they want to go in life that, that they, they don't substitute. They just maybe try to add in better habits, but then get overwhelmed because they can't follow through with those habits because they don't have time for those habits. But realizing that some of the very things that you're doing on a daily is literally blocking you from going forward in life. But we're too, too, too focused on, on other things to even realize that. Right? So replacing the habits which have taken you to where you are today with millionaire success habits are going to take you to where you want to be in the future. Okay? There is never, like, like the time is, is right to, to adopt millionaire success habits. And I'm going to give you the 13 success habits that it's, it's a study that has been done, um, that, that basically interviewed like multiple millionaires and put together what common habits they had. Okay. So I want to give you guys 13 habits. Number one, a habit that common millionaires have is that they figure out their why. They figure out their why and the rest follows. So if you guys are on this call right now and you've never heard of the why, type a, type a two in the chat if you've never heard of the why before, like what your why is. Type a one if you know your why and you're strong with it and you stand by it and you let your why fuel you every single day. Because I don't know about you guys, but when I take a look at my why written down on a piece of paper, I hope to God you don't just have it in your head. I hope you have it written down because your why is what is going to fuel you to crave that success, to crave that happiness. And, and you're going to start, stop wasting time on things that don't serve your why, right? So figuring out your why and the rest will follow. When things get hard in life, when things get tough, when things, things kind of slow down or throw a curveball at you, your why is there so that you can understand how to break through those things, how to keep pushing forward. Okay. And, and girl, girl, write that why down, <laughs> write that down. All right. <laughs> because trust me, we have so many thoughts in our mind on a daily that it's so hard to remember our whys. And you know what? Your why, when you're on your success journey, it starts off with one thing, but then it starts adding and growing and evolving and changing that it's so hard to keep up with like the core reasons as to why you feel you have this burning passion and desire in your life as to why you feel like this is your path and you're going to give it your all. And no matter what you're going to, you're going to do it. Your why will change. I, I know when I started, my why changed so many times. Actually, you know what? It didn't change. It just grew because the same why that I started with is, is, is literally, it's something that just expanded. And it started from the smallest little tiniest thing that I didn't even think was a part of a why until I dug deep until my why made me ball my eyes out. And, and that is the key guys. I really hope that you, you, you look at your why and you allow it to make you emotional. 
I hope you get emotional because that's when your why really matters. If you're just reading your why on a piece of paper and it doesn't hurt in some way, it doesn't make you feel a type of way. It doesn't get you a tear in your eye or get you emotional. Your why is not strong enough. Okay, so dig for that and and understand what your why is. All right, that's definitely the first habit that they have is their why is constantly stuck in their mind. Number two is to band the villain within you from stopping you. Okay, and the villain can be anything. Inside all of us are self-doubts. We all have self-doubts. You feel like you might not be worthy. Expose your self-doubts and face them head on. A lot of people let their self-doubts eat at them inside. You know, I don't know what the difference between, between an average everyday person and, and somebody who's a, who's a millionaire, who's successful, who has a success mindset, is they look at their doubts straight in the face and they're like, no, that's not me. That doubt does not define who I am. That doubt may be a part of my thinking, that doubt may be some little tiny piece in my mind, but it does not, it is not me. It does not control me. It's not going to determine where I'm going to go just because of one little doubt. Whatever that doubt is, I'm too shy. I can't do this. This, this business is too hard. I'm not, I'm not, I didn't come from money. So this is not possible for me. There's no way that I can change the way that I think in order to be that person that I know I need to be because this is how I was raised and this is how I was brought up and blah, blah, blah. No. Too many people focus on their past and let their past determine where their future goes. But your past and your future have nothing in common. Nothing unless you allow it to. Okay, so ban that villain that's in the back of your mind or in the front of your mind telling you that you're not worthy, that you can't X, Y, and Z, and, and, and focus on what you can do. Focus on what you can learn. Focus on the healthy emotions, the, the healthy thoughts that you have rather than the negative ones, okay? Number three is to swap your story for a better one. Swap your story for a better one, which means have a backstory for your life, which is the wind for your sail and not your anchor. So what does that mean? A lot of us carry a story that is negative. So um, have, a, have a backstory for your life, which is the wind for your sails, not an anchor. So I wanna give you a perfect example of that, okay? I was bullied my whole entire life for being overweight. I was bullied for just not being pretty, I was bullied for so many things in life. And guess what? I could have used that I was bullied so, so as an, as an anchor for me to be like, oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not pretty enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not 
beautiful enough. I'm not this enough. I'm not that enough. And let it eat me alive to the point where I don't do something. Okay. I was made fun of for being like the fat kid from the age of, so, so basically grade one or two up until grade 11. That's a lot of years of my life. A lot of years. I don't even know how many years that is, but it's a lot. <laughs> okay. Cause when you're 11, you're like 13. When you're grade one, I don't know how old are you? Like six, I don't know, over 10 years almost. <laughs> All right. Now I can use that, that negativity, the me being bullied, the me not being pretty, the me being fat, the me being overweight to depict how my life is going to go because I'm focused on everything that I was told everything negative. And I was allowing that to weigh me down from things rather than rise me up because now my story is so different. A few years ago, yeah, I would have complained. A few years ago, yeah, I would have probably let that bullying get to me. For me to be like, I'm not worthy for anything. I'm not enough for anything. I'm not capable of anything because my self-confidence was shot down for years. But guess what? That's not the case anymore. Because I've strengthened my mindset. I've worked on my personal development. And now I, I let those years of bullying fuel me. I let that pain, I let that hurt push me. So I let what I've gone through in those traumatic things or whatever, whatever you can relate this to, don't let it anchor you and weigh you down. Allow that to push you forward. Allow that to, to allow you to fly. Allow that to push you to new directions. Because too many people focus on the things that they cannot control, such as me being bullied. I couldn't control that. Maybe I could have ate a little bit of less cookies, but I liked cookies, okay? And I like my Nutella sandwiches, okay? But listen, am I gonna let the opinions of somebody else depict where my life is gonna go? Hell no. Because then am I really living for myself? No. So I hope that you allow any negative, any, any negative um, um, back talk, any negative things that you've been able to, that you've gone through in your life, I hope that you allow that to push you forward and not pull you back. Because the way that I look at it is all of my pain that I've ever been through has made me 10 times stronger. I wouldn't have understood how strong and how worthy I was if I didn't go through those things. So I am grateful for them. It took me a while to become grateful for them but become grateful for that process because you wouldn't be who you are today. All right. Number four, and this was a tough one for me too, but number four, get confident and then stay confident. All right. This is a difficult one to do. Awakening your inner power and let that power take charge. This is going to change everything. How do you get confident? You stop talking negatively to yourself. You start looking in the mirror and calling yourself beautiful instead of complaining that your jeans don't fit. Calling yourself smart and when you're struggling with something instead of calling yourself stupid. You get confidence 
through yourself. Because if you're looking for confidence in somebody else, I promise you will not find it. If you are waiting for somebody else to tell you that you're beautiful, if you are waiting for somebody else to tell you that you're capable, that you're strong, that you're, you're powerful, what happens when that person stops telling you that? Are you still going to believe it? You have to be your own cheerleader. You need to be the person looking in the mirror, calling yourself all those positive things about yourself. And that is how you slowly change your confidence. Okay. Talking to yourself nicely. We need to be nice to ourselves, guys. We need to be nicer to ourselves. A lot of us are so harsh, myself included. Okay. The other day, I, I, I don't know if you guys follow me on Instagram, but the other day I literally, well, the other day, yesterday, I started going to the gym again. I started working out again. I don't know what happened over this weekend, but something just snapped in me and something just clicked in me. And I was just like, girl, you need to get moving because all you've been doing the last few months is looking in the mirror and complaining about the extra quarantine fluff that you gained, but doing nothing about it. All I've been doing in that mirror is trying on my jeans and they don't go past my thighs that I bought last year. I'm sitting, I'm on, you know, you know, when you're on the bed and you're like, you have your jeans and you're lying down, you're like wiggling into your jeans and trying to suck in your stomach to put your button in. Yeah. I couldn't even do that. Okay. So I was being so negative to myself. I was being so rude. I was being so harsh. I was calling myself fat. I was calling myself unworthy. I was calling myself ugly. I didn't like to the point where I didn't even want to go out with people because I had no clothes to wear. I was so rude to me, but guess what? Not anymore. Not anymore. Cause something snapped in me over the weekend. And I was like, girl, you know, complaining at yourself in the mirror and calling yourself those names is not going to make you lose 10 pounds. It's not going to make you feel better about yourself. Right? So yeah, I flipped the script. And I said, you know what? I got to do something about this. I got to make myself feel better. And how do I know to make myself feel better? It's when I'm in the gym. I used to be a gym junkie. And I fell off, but it's okay. I'm not going to punish myself for falling off. I'm going to celebrate myself for getting back up. That is how you change your confidence. Doing things that serve you instead of focusing on the things that don't. And then just keep going. And next time, if you fall off, it's okay. Just remind yourself you're human. And it happens. But don't beat yourself up every day for something you're not doing. Because guess what? You have the power to do it, but it's your mindset that's not allowing you to. So get confident about what you want to do and who you are as a person and go after it. All right. Number five, make a personal don't do list. Make a personal don't do list. A lot of us make a to do list, but I want you guys to make a don't do list. So have one shiny, shiny goal that you're going after and be prepared to say no to everything else that doesn't serve it. 
set a goal and say no to everything that does not serve that goal. And that's literally what I just did yesterday. Unfortunately, me and Nutella broke up yesterday and it's going to be a little bit of a long time where I'm not going to eat Nutella anymore and it's, it's going to be hard. Okay. But I was like, I, I, in moderation, you know, maybe Sundays are going to be my cheat days, but I can't be eating that shit every single day. Okay. For, for, for my, my business goals, I got to say no to the things that don't serve my, my work ethic that don't serve where I'm going. So yeah, on Saturday, when everybody went out to party at a birthday, I didn't go. Not because I'm saying that I don't enjoy to have fun, but it wasn't my main priority. I don't really even know the person. I was just going to go party. No, I'm sacrificing that. And I stayed in and I had a nice little bubble bath. I read my seven spiritual laws of success book. Okay. I relaxed. I focused on me. I had a self-care day because I needed one. That is serving my purpose. Right? So make a don't do list and don't, and, and, and make sure that in that list of, of the things that you want to accomplish, that you understand what's going to serve you to push you forward and what's going to hold you back and don't do the things that they're going to hold you back. That is how millionaires have that tunnel vision. You think that they have time to go sit around and do things that, that don't serve their purpose, that don't elevate them in one way or another? No. They're constantly surrounding their, themselves with opportunities, with bright paths with things that are going to fill their cup. Number six, and this is the most important one, and I want you guys to put a star between, beside number six, is to learn how to bounce back from your setbacks. Learn how to bounce back from your setbacks. Okay, you're gonna have setbacks, it's inevitable. You're gonna have setbacks. You're going to have things that, that, you know, don't go as planned. You're going to, you're going to have this plan that you think is so solid and you're going to have a bump in the road. Are you going to let that setback stop you there? No. Learn how to bounce back from the things that aren't working out for you in your business, that aren't working out for you in life, in your relationships, in your friendships, understand what those are and, and, and allow yourself to bounce from them. Okay, I want to give you an analogy, and I say this quite often, so some of you guys might know this, but if you have a goal, okay, let's just say you live in Toronto, or, or if you live in New York, or if you live in Australia, pick like a monumental place, like for example, Toronto is the CN Tower, uh, New York would be like the Statue of Liberty, Australia would be, I think it's called the Opera House, okay, from here to downtown Toronto, where the CN Tower is, the CN Tower being my goal or my, my, what, what I have in my mind to what I'm working towards, there are like a hundred different ways of getting there. I can take the 401. I could take the 400. I could take the 427. I could take side streets. There's so many different paths and directions to get to that goal that Listen, if you encounter a setback, 
if you if you come to a dead end in one of those those streets to get to where you want to go make a u-turn reevaluate and go down another lane because the goal stays the same but the direction that you take to get there doesn't always have to perfectly work out to the way that you see it in your mind and that's what a lot of us do a lot of us allow our perfect our perfect plan to stop us from other other lanes other opportunities you guys ever visualize something to happen like so right and it's like type a one in the chat if this relates to you because this is totally me okay i had i have a vision for how i want something to go and it's got to be this way but if it steers off track and it doesn't go that way i get angry i get upset i get frustrated because in my mind i had the vision of it being this way there's so many other paths that are going to bring you to the same destination. You just got to allow yourself to open up for creativity, allow yourself for, for these, these setbacks to turn into your comebacks. Whoops. All right. Because too many people get stuck on the, oh, but it has to be perfect. Oh, but it has to be this way. But it doesn't because there's so many different options. The goal stays the same. The lane may take you in different directions to that goal, but the goal stays the same. Right? Number seven, especially in this business, learn how to market and sell effectively. Learn how to market and sell effectively. To achieve anything great, you got to learn how to market. You got to learn how to sell ethically and, and persu persuasively. Okay. And, and if you're trying to be SED in this business, for those of you guys that are not in WFAB, Alpha Project, in this business, think of a goal that you really want to attain. Okay. How are you going to get to that goal? How are you going to understand your numbers? How are you going to understand in any business that you're in? How are you going to understand what you need to do effectively and efficiently in order for you to get to that goal and flourish, not just get to the goal? Is, is, is it going to grow beyond that goal? Are you going to do something so exponentially different that it's going to continue to rise? Right? So learning how to market and sell effectively. Research, Google, YouTube, books. There is never, a, never, never, never a shortage on knowledge. There's only a shortage on people that are obtaining the knowledge to actually get to that skill that they want to get to. So learning how to market and sell effectively is key in business. And there's so many different people and ways that you can learn from, but it's up to you to be able to make that decision to soak up that knowledge and actually apply it. Because knowledge is not power. Applied knowledge is power. Okay. Number eight is to get to understand people understand people to really excel at sales or learn how to 
how to understand people and empathize with them, this is going to be the key to your success. And we hear it all the time on our calls. We 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 need to not sell the we need to sell the prob the solution to their problem instead of trying to sell the product or sell the service or sell whatever it is, you know, we got to figure out what people want and how we can help them. Because at the end of the day, we have something to help everybody with. Number eight is get to understand people. Okay. So learning how to understand people and empathize with them. This is going to be the key to your success. How can you help somebody if you don't understand them? How can you cater to someone's needs, someone's wants, someone's desires, someone's, you know, passions, if you have no idea what they need, if you don't know anything about who they are? The power of sales is, is so important because it's not about selling stuff. It's about connecting. It's about understanding. It's about learning how you can help those people with their pain points, understanding their struggles, their problems, and, and you having the solution for that. Okay, so getting to understand people. Number nine is to manage people's feelings after they say yes. Manage people's feelings after they say yes. How do you do that? You constantly help people have great experiences in life. You help people have great experiences in life. If somebody were to buy your product today and you just ghost them after they buy the product, do you think that that's great? No. You got to be able to help people throughout it. Because I don't know about you guys, but with my VIPs, for example, I, I talk to my VIPs like they're my best friends. I send them voice notes. They purchase the products. And I'm like, oh my God, congratulations. I'm so excited. Let me know once your products get in so I can walk you through step-by-step step exactly how to use them. I can't wait for your hair transformation. Within a few days, they message me. I send them another voice note. I let them know the steps of everything. Within a week after that, I'm like, hey girl, how did your first wash go? Or how does your skin feel? Or like, you know, like, and, and I make conversation, I make them feel good. And if they're ever going through anything where they don't feel good, I make sure that I'm there to help them. Because the sale does not just stop at someone purchasing something. The reason why somebody will buy into you or buy into your business is because of how you made them feel. So managing people's feelings after they say yes is so important. You want to continue good customer service. You want to make sure that, you know, like this is, this is what these millionaires think. This is what they're thinking. They're not just trying to sell something one time. They're trying to make a, an impact. That's the most important part. Okay. Um, number 10 is to be happy. Be happy no matter what happens. Be happy no matter what happens. Because most people assume that if they find success, happiness will follow. How many of you guys thought that before? Type a one in the chat. That you thought that if you're successful, that you'll be happy. 
Hell, I'm going to take a one. I used to think that too. I used to think that the more money I had, the more success I had, the happier I'd be. But to be honest, there are so many people that are extremely wealthy that are miserable. Okay, your, your happiness should not determine on how much money you make. Number 10 is be happy no matter what happens. Your happiness should not determine how, on, be based on how much money you make. Okay, don't neglect your happiness. Don't trade in your happiness for money. You got to be happy no matter what. You need to be mentally tough and happy no matter what. Because guess what? I'm not a millionaire yet, but I'm happy. I'm happy. I love my condo. I love my dog. I love my routine. I know it's going to change dramatically, but guess what? I'm happy right now with what I have, with who I am. Okay, because money is not going to change that. Maybe it, it might things, make things a little bit better, sure. But what happens when you have all of these flashy, fancy things, if that's what you're into, but you're still miserable? Are you going to go make more money to hope that it's, it's going to change? Right? So make sure that you're happy no matter what. Find what makes you happy and run with it. Okay. Number 11 is to apply the best success hacks that there are. So incorporate success hacks into your habits, daily routines, and life. Success hacks, maybe like you waking up an hour earlier to get things done. It may be you listening to a podcast in the morning or wake up with WFAB to get your mind right before you go about your day. It may be surrounding yourself with that one person who has the greatest impact on your life and constantly making time for that person because you know that they better you and you guys work well together and you guys feed off of each other and you guys kill it together. Maybe it's planning out your night, the, the, your, your day the night before so that you don't get overwhelmed on what to do the next day. Find your success hacks and stick with them because that's going to push you forward. It's going to allow you to be like, okay, this works really well for me. I'm not stressed the next day. I'm waking up happier. I'm around the right people talking about business and ideas and plans versus gossiping and boys and this and that. And find those hacks that work for you and, and follow through with them. Apply the best success hacks. Right? Number 12 is to make it your habit to learn and do. Millionaires make a habit to make a habit, <laughs> okay? Make a habit to learn and do. Learning the success habits is great, but applying them is even better. So go and do it. If you learn something here today, I hope you're not, you don't just write it down on your piece of paper and then don't follow through with it later. I hope that you look at it and be like, okay, learn how to market and sell effectively. How do I do that? 
go on Google, take a bunch of notes, understand, apply it to your life and, and go for it. Not just that we write it down and read it. Make a habit to make a habit. That is key. Okay, because nothing changes if nothing changes. And if you don't start, it takes 21 days to, they say it takes 21 days to break a habit. Not too sure how long it takes to make a habit, but you know, you, you need to have that in the back of your mind or in the front of your mind. Okay, number 13, last but not least, is to apply all the best productivity hacks as well. The greatest success habit of all, excuse me, is to figure out how to be more productive so that you can get more stuff done. That's the biggest hack. How can you be more productive? How can you understand where to put your time for what's really working for you? Okay, apply all the best productivity hacks is number 13. The greatest success habit of all is to figure out how to be more productive so that you can get stuff done. All right. And last but not least, I want to leave you with this, guys, is that the difference between successful people and unsuccessful people is that successful people just do the things that unsuccessful people don't want to do. That's literally it. So I want you guys to ask yourself, type a one in the chat if you know that you were born for success. Type a one in the chat if you know that you were made for something more. Type a one in the chat if you're gonna challenge yourself to be better than you were yesterday, to be better than you were this morning, to show up for you, to show up for your kids, right? And now just get out there and go do it. And it's going to look different for everybody. But that's exactly what this is all about. Break your negative habits and replace them with positive ones and keep going. All right. That's all I have for you guys today on Wake Up With WFAB. I hope that you guys got a lot of value out of today. I hope that you guys enjoyed it. It's something that you can apply to your everyday life.